0: Now broadcasting from the next-gen conservative studio in sunny South Florida, bringing you the latest in politics, current events, and pop culture. This is the Whitfield Report with Sam Whitfield.
1: Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to tonight's
2: edition of the Whitfield Report. I am your host, Sam Whitfield, broadcasting live here from South Florida. On this very solemn evening, uh, perhaps one of the most important shows I do every year, Uh, but this year is especially important.
1: Um tonight ladies and gentlemen we uh honor the 20th anniversary of the September
2: 11th attacks and we honor those who lost their lives that day and tonight i want to not only share my experience with nine eleven because yes, even though I'm young, I was alive, and in many ways even though i even though I was young uh nine eleven was the first uh event that i uh remember uh, somewhat vividly. Just because it was so um, extraordinary. Not in a good way, but in your face. And it shaped more or less why I'm interested in in politics in the way I am. Um, And for those of you who are watching, um, the reason I am dressed up, I, I do like to wear a suit jacket and shirt, uh, on stream during the, uh, you know, during like the fall and winter months, um, usually I, you know, I've been kind of casual the last, uh, year and a half on the show, but I do feel that even though I am in the studio and, um, you know, even though I'm in my home, I, I do feel that it is important to show reverence. So, that is why I am, uh, dressed up. Um, in a way, Bruce, Bruce you are right. Uh, I, you know, I am certainly, uh, remembering the passing of my fellow Americans.
1: Um, so... I don't really know where to start this, um,
2: other than to say, well, let me get this out of the way. Um, I'm not going to go through all the contact info, uh, tonight as usual. Um, you guys watching can see all of that on the screen down below. Um, and those of you listening to this on the podcast, as always, all the links uh will be available in the description. I'm also going to pause uh donations for tonight. You are welcome to donate, but I won't be playing them uh tonight just because I feel that this is not the um appropriate day to uh, take donations. Uh maybe I'll do a dono stream later in the week if I if I do get any. Um but just for tonight. I won't be. Um, Apex will be joining us later on in the show, but he is. um, He's been working hard at his IRL job the last few weeks, so that is why he has either not been on or he has come on later. I hope he'll be joining us around 11 o'clock. So, for this first hour, I want to go over some things. Um, Regarding 9-11, kind of my reflection on it, Um, and then during the second hour, I do want to kind of open up, uh, I'll hop in the Discord VC here and invite people in to join, the only thing I will say is, uh, you know, for those of you who aren't stud, I sent out a tweet earlier tonight, um... Basically saying that if you either live in the New York area or were in New York uh, during that time, um, I would appreciate hearing from you. So you can either uh, at me on Twitter, um, at Burns underscore NDC, and, or you can, if you're in Discord, just message me and uh, say that you're on. I'll check that later on in the show and we'll get you in the Discord so that you can share um you know what your experience with nine eleven is and what uh nine eleven means to you. And I am also curious because I know we have a few audience members um who actually weren't born yet when nine eleven happened. Uh, so I am curious for those audience members uh what have you learned about 9-11. Uh, what, what can us old fogies who were around uh, during that time, you know, tell you? Um, but, you know, all, all joking aside, we, you know, we will have a memorial somewhat tonight. Um, and we will commemorate, but, you know, we will try and remain somewhat positive. um, I won't be going into any of the nine eleven conspiracies on the channel, but I I will be going into the politicization of um you know of how nine eleven has been politicized, uh, because that is unfortunate uh and it has also happened from some of our our leaders. But anyway, um to start this off, um I figured I would just play um I found a compilation of some of the footage uh from nine eleven with some of the phone calls um so
1: yeah, this is not easy stuff to to watch, but I figure you know it's it's always good to remember
2: history, even though it's, uh, dark history at times, so, uh, let me queue this up here,
1: and, um, yeah, all right, let's see here. Right Um Okay, now it's showing up, hopefully all right. So,
2: uh, this is a compilation of the footage, um, this is from the TSA's channel, and usually I don't like playing stuff from the government or any government agency, but, uh, this one was actually pretty decent as far as compilation to go. American 11, are you trying to call? The cop is
1: not answering their phone. Our
3: number one is in staff, and our five is in staff.
4: Okay,
0: I'm gonna call from Washington. I in a situation where a man who learned a possible
3: hijack.
1: What's going on, Betty? The crap is erratic again. Problems, you're really erratic. Yeah. Betty, talk to me. Betty, are you there? Betty? 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 That's fine, the is all entry. What? It's
5: 737? It what? Like the 737? What? what? The world, <laughs> who are you talking to?
3: Oh, God. Oh, my God. United 175, New York. We have some problems over here right now. We might have a hijack over here, two of them. Jules,
5: this is Ryan. Uh, listen, on an airplane that's been hijacked. If things don't go well, it's not looking good. I just want you to know I absolutely love you. I want you to do good, so happy this time. Uh Same to my parents and everybody. And I just totally love you and uh, I'll be awake Bye, babe.
0: What are those people gonna do? Yeah. All, all the elevators are blocked out. What the hell is going on? Oh my god, so both towers are now. Okay,
3: ma'am, I got an aircraft in east of the White House. Uh,
0: Crystal
1: City, just north of Crystal City. Stop. Just to the north of your town. Yeah, stop all the parkers. Pentagon just got hit.
0: that. God damn I
1: can't
0: protect from NCA. United 93, that traffic for you is 1 o'clock, 12 miles east on 370. Negative contact, we're looking at United 93. United 93, Cleveland, if you hear the center, right then.
1: I got that you,
0: Tuesday, 9.47 a.m. Hi, baby. I'm baby, you have to listen to me carefully. I'm on a plane that's been hijacked. I'm on the plane. I'm calling from the plane. I want to tell you I love you. Please tell my children that I love them very much. And I'm so sorry, babe. I hope to be able to see your face again, baby. I love you. we 56865. We have, uh, I believe it is a uh, Boeing 757. Can you see him up there, sir? That's concerned. Uh, it looks like he's rocking his wings. Roger. He's rocking back and forth. We're 56865. I you stay away from that aircraft. Go north as fast as you can. United 93. Have you got information on that yet? Yeah, he's down. He's down? Yes. When did he land? He did not land. Oh, he's down?
3: Yeah. By? Somewhere up northeast of Camp David.
0: Sean, so it's me. I just want to let
1: you know I love you and I'm stuck in this building in New York. There's lots of smoke and he just wanted you to know that I love you always. Know That's number 2, right? Ladies and gentlemen, we're not ready to die, but
2: it's getting bad. Oh, don't worry, Johnny. I'll, I will get to George W. Bush uh, here later. Don't you worry. I'm on
4: the 80-day
0: floor. Don't die. Or not. No, 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 no. no. Say I'm going to die. Ma'am, 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 say your prayers. God. We're going to think positive because you got to help each other get off the floor. I'm going to die. A new
1: type of war. That's what it is. Alrighty, so
2: that is a uh, compilation of uh, kind of the footage of what happened uh, minute by minute. Very uh, somber stuff to watch, even so, uh, all these years later. And uh, yeah, Johnny, I I do have a criticism for uh,
1: Bush, and I will get to that in a bit. Um, but first of all,
2: uh, I guess as I said, on the same hour, we'll have uh, people on to discuss uh, where they were when 9 happened. But um, for those of you who may not know, I actually, uh, my mom's side of the family is uh, from. Connecticut, so, um, which is pretty close to New York. And I didn't have any relatives who were working uh, in the trade center, but I had relatives who were working in New York City near the uh, the two towers. So I remember uh, when I was in first grade um my mother who never turned on the tv in the morning she just never did that um when i was a kid she got a phone call uh from a dear family friend who lived uh two blocks away from the world trade center and um he told her to go turn on the T V uh immediately and she, you know, got pissed off and told him I don't, you know, I'm getting Sam ready. I I don't watch you no know, TV in the morning. And she told him he told her to just do it. So she grabbed me and uh grabbed my my uh, clothes and uh brought me out to the living room and uh, as I was getting dressed I do remember the second uh, plane hitting
1: the second house and uh, you know, that was a pretty you know, powerful image for me to see but um,
2: even more than that I do remember the they sent us to school but then they dismissed us from school uh about like a couple hours later the reason being uh is because i was in colorado at the time and i would later find out years later that the reason why they dismissed us uh was because they were afraid of uh an attack happening at norad and the uh The Colorado Air Force Academy. Um, Not to mention the fact that a month after uh, 9 11 occurred, uh, my parents took me to New York City for the first time. I had wanted to go to New York City uh, that year because, uh, you know, we had relatives there and. Also, uh, you know, Marvel Comics was there, and you know, from an early kid, I was an, an, a nerd, so I wanted to see that. So, we weren't sure if the trip was going to happen because of uh, the attacks, but um, we were like one of the first flights that were allowed uh, back in
1: to New York in October. And um, the city was very
2: different. Now, of course, I didn't know this, but my mother, who, as I mentioned, grew up in Connecticut, she used to go into the city all the time uh, when she was a teenager back in the 70s. So we're talking this was when New York was still a dingy and dirty place, more or less a, uh, you know, a shithole for all intents and purposes. And, um... You know, New York used to be a tough place. And, uh, it wasn't like that after 9-11. And it weirded... It weirded my mother out.
1: Um... Which was... Weird for me to see her weirded out like that. Um...
2: That was unusual. The other thing I remember is the smell of uh, gas and uh, burning metal, which permeated throughout Manhattan. That is the one thing I remember from that trip.
1: And uh, that stuck by me. And, you know... Ever since 9-11 happened, uh, that was, again,
2: kind of my origins. I I was always a curious kid, but I wanted to find out what the hell hell happened. And so that was kind of my foray into politics as I got more interested in history, uh, and then current events, and then... You know, around the time I was in 8th grade, I started podcasting, and the rest is history, as they say. So that's kind of my experience, uh, you know, with 9-11, what little I can remember, um, you know, the actual day. Now, I will say, too, that the unfortunate thing is, uh, there are lots of things as a result of 9-11 that, uh, you know, have changed and not for the better. Uh first off the fact that we went into a twenty year war on terror, uh, which is still never ending, um, is sad to me. And uh the fact that we have also lost so many civil liberties because of the Patriot Act. Which was only supposed to be temporary uh you know that keeps getting reinstated, and the t
1: s a uh you know what have they done that has
2: made us uh particularly um safe against uh terrorist attacks nothing. Uh, absolutely, absolutely nothing. We're still at, I believe, threat level, uh, 4, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, we're not at red, but we, we've, we've never left, like, that danger after, uh, 9, 11. And believe me, it's only getting worse now with the, uh, you know, with the unspecified virus of unknown origin or the uh, China virus. So the damage to civil liberties from our leaders as a result of, uh, you know, nine eleven, 11 is pretty heinous in of itself. The fact that we went to war uh, in Afghanistan and Iraq for twenty years. Let me just say this about the Afghan
1: war and the war on terror in general. I do believe that at first it was uh, justified
2: force to take action. Um,
1: against Osama bin Laden, against Al Qaeda. Um,
2: I get that. At first, it may have been justified, but here, but here's the thing. Uh, first off, our politicians refuse to name the big problem in regards to. Uh, and that is radical Islamic terrorism.
1: And the second part that they've only failed is
2: just next plan from the war, you know, on terror in general. It's it's never ending, and it's a strategy that again is being used.
1: To just take more of our civil liberties away. And now. Even politicians are calling.
2: Americans who disagree with the uh, political regime. Terrorists. Uh, as. Bush to today. Uh, I guess. I have not seen his speech yet but i do have that pulled up so uh i want to go ahead and play that uh, i'm also uh i'm also aware that president trump number 45 spoke uh himself uh in washington at the mall i can't find uh Any footage of that? I did find footage of him visiting the NYPD, so I'll play a little bit of that. But uh, let's see what Bush has to say for himself. Number uh, 43.
1: Because my opinion on him has changed drastically over the years. oh so let's go to all right let's um let's queue this up shall we here's uh Here's uh, 43's speech, clip number two.
3: 20 years ago, we all found in different ways, in different places, but all at the same moment, that our lives would be changed forever. The world was loud with carnage and sirens and then quiet with missing voices that would never be heard again. These lives remain precious to our country and infinitely precious to many of you. Today, we remember your loss, we share your sorrow, and we honor the men and women you have loved so long and so well. For those too young to recall that clear September day, it is hard to describe the mix of feelings we experienced. There was, horror at the scale, uh, there was horror at the scale of destruction and awe at the bravery and kindness that rose to meet it. There was shock at the audacity, audacity of evil and gratitude for the heroism and decency that opposed it. In the sacrifice of the first responders, in the mutual aid of strangers, in the solidarity of grief and grace, the actions of an enemy revealed the spirit of a people. And we were proud of our wounded nation. In these memories, the passengers and crew of Flight 93 must always have an honored place. Here, the intended targets became the instruments of rescue and many who are now alive owe a vast, unconscious debt to the defiance displayed in the skies above this field. It would be a mistake to idealize the experience of those terrible events. All that many people could initially see was the brute randomness of death. All that many could feel was unearned suffering. All that many could hear was God's terrible silence. There are many who still struggle with a lonely pain that cuts deep within. In those fateful hours, we learned other lessons as well. We saw that Americans were vulnerable, but not fragile. That they possess a core of strength that survives the worst that life can bring. We learned that bravery is more common than we imagined.
2: Okay, so far so good. I'm not uh, I'm not seeing anything bad here yet, but I know what's coming, so hold on to your butts, folks. And uh, like I said, I'm not doing any uh, conspiracy stuff or any
3: uh, of that tonight. Emerging with sudden splendor in the face of death. We vividly felt how every hour with our loved ones was a temporary and holy gift. And we found that even the longest days end. Many of us have tried to make spiritual sense of these events. There is no simple explanation for the mix of providence and human will that sets the direction of our lives. But comfort can come from a different sort of knowledge. After wandering long and lost in the dark, many have found they were actually walking step by step toward grace. As a nation, our adjustments have been profound. Many Americans struggled to understand why an enemy would hate us with such zeal. The security measures incorporated into our lives are both sources of comfort And reminders of our vulnerability.
2: Yeah, except for the fact that, uh, you know, everyone's required to take off their shoes at the airport now. Everyone has to go with their body scanners. All that shit. Yeah, that's a, uh, that's a real comfort. I've been, I've certainly been groped a few times by the TSA. Uh, so that's always fun. So, uh, yeah. Big comfort there. Hey, Georgie? And
3: we have seen growing evidence that the dangers to our country can come not only across borders, but from violence that gathers within. There's little cultural overlap between...
1: Oh, fuck you. The, this is what, this is what, uh, you know, Bush
2: and the establishment now are doing. I mean, that was, a, that was clearly a nod to January 6th. And, uh, yeah, I'm seeing more and more tweets, uh, today from people comparing, uh, you know, January sixth to nine eleven. And uh we'll get
1: to some of those here in a bit. Um but yeah that was uh you know he tried to slip it
2: in but we caught it.
3: Violent extremists abroad and violent extremists at home.
2: What, like uh, like Antipa? Is that what you're uh, referencing? Because if that's the case, then I agree.
1: But that's not the context that he seems to be speaking on here.
3: But in their disdainful pluralism, in their disregard for human life, in their determination to defile national symbols... They are children of the same foul spirit, and it is our continuing duty to confront them.
2: After I, I agree. Antifa uh, and Black Lives Matter need
1: need to be dealt with, uh, you know, swiftly.
3: Eleven. Millions of brave Americans stepped forward and volunteered to serve in the armed forces. The military measures taken over the last 20 years to pursue dangers at their source have led to debate. But one thing is certain. We owe an assurance to all who have fought our nation's most recent battles. Let me speak directly to veterans and people in uniform. The cause you pursued at the call of duty is the noblest America has to offer. You have shielded your fellow citizens from danger. You have defended the beliefs of your country and advanced the rights of the downtrodden. You have been the face of hope and mercy in dark places. You have been a force for good in the world. Nothing that has followed, nothing, can tarnish your honor or diminish your accomplishments. To you and to the honored dead, our country is forever grateful.
1: Fix the uh VA system. The VA
2: system too. I I I, I didn't want to go off on this rant, but the VA system after uh the veterans affairs. Uh system in the VA hospital
1: was was absolutely broken under Bush. And, you
2: know, it's still not that great. Uh, It's improved somewhat, but there are a lot of, uh, you know, Iraq and Afghanistan veterans, when they came back, you know, from, the war, they, uh, you know, the VA system was not equipped to uh, deal with all the injured and the bureaucracy just became a uh, a giant mess. And, uh, you know, so before you send uh, our boys off to war, uh, you know, you should have a pretty uh, you have a system that at least welcomes them back into the fold of society.
3: In the weeks and months following the 9-11 attacks, I was proud to lead an amazing, resilient, united people. When it comes to the unity of America, those days seem distant from our own. Malign force seems at work in our common life that turns every disagreement into an argument and every argument into a clash of cultures. So much of our politics has become a naked appeal to anger, fear, and resentment. That leaves us worried about our nation and our future together. I come without explanations or solutions. I can only tell you what I've seen. On America's
2: control, the uh, corporate media that would be my first uh, step in doing this. The, the corporate media is the one that are basically responsible for sowing the seeds of
1: division in this country because journalists aren't journalists anymore. Most of
2: them are, uh, you know, they're, uh, they're establishment mouthpieces. And yeah, there was a sense of uh, unity after nine eleven, but those days are long
1: gone. When you choose to single out, for example, uh,
2: you know, Trump supporters... And the whole January 6th thing as being a terrorist, uh, you know, attack, when it wasn't nobody died, uh, except for Ashley Babbitt, the Capitol wasn't uh, blown up, there were just idiots running around with, uh, you know, cameras and smartphones and Vandalizing property, which let's be honest, isn't smart, but it's not the same thing as nine eleven but when but when politicians uh perpetuate rhetoric like that, that's where we get division and same thing with the media it's uh it is
1: sad, to say the least and despicable
3: at of trial and grief, I saw millions of people instinctively grab for a neighbor's hand and rally to the cause of one another. That is the America I know. At a time when religious bigotry might have flowed freely, I saw Americans reject prejudice, and embrace people of Muslim faith. That is the nation I know. At a time when nativism could have stirred hatred and violence against people perceived as outsiders, I saw America's reaffirm their welcome to immigrants and refugees. That is the nation I know. At a time when some viewed the rising generation as individualistic and decadent, I saw young people embrace an ethic of service and rise to selfless action. That is the nation I know. This is not mere nostalgia. It is the truest version of ourselves. It is what we have been and what we can be again. Twenty years ago, terrorists chose a random group of Americans on a routine flight to be collateral damage in a spectacular act of terror. The 33 passengers and 7 crew of Flight 93 could have been any group of citizens selected by fate. In a sense, they stood in for us all. The terrorists soon discovered that a random group of Americans is an exceptional group of people facing an impossible circumstance. They comforted their loved ones by phone, braced each other for action, and defeated the designs of evil. These Americans were brave, strong, and united in ways that shocked the terrorists, but should not surprise any of us. This is the nation we know. And whenever we need hope and inspiration, we can look to the skies and remember. God bless.
1: All right. Um, In all fairness... I'm going to. Uh, I'm. I'm going to give that speech a, uh, a C-. minus because, in all fairness, I don't think everything
2: he said was bad, but I am extremely disappointed that. Bush and it was very subtle. But it was so very how he was talking at the uh you
1: know the bigotry of uh you know some Americans. And you know, he, he
2: made he made subtle references to January sixth for sure. Which is why a, a lot of people are, you know, again, F the F the Bushes has kinda of become uh the mantra. I, I used to be a Bush uh defender when the uh you know, when the far left were calling him, you know, war criminals and Nazis and uh, you know, when Sean Penn was doing a stuff.
1: I, uh, I defended the Bushes, but, um, you know, once, uh,
2: once Trump showed up and, uh, caused disruption to, uh, that dynasty, oh boy, did did the Bushes start to, uh, you know, politicize everything, even 9-11, so, uh, I'm just disappointed, um, more than anything by that now you know to be fair like I said
1: I, I did make you know I did say that radical Islam is a problem and
2: it is that is not to say that all Muslims are problematic um
1: because they're not in fact um i have a friend who uh, i can't confirm too many de- details yet but
2: i have a f- i have a friend who uh has a friend who uh tried to leave uh the islamic faith because His um, mosque wanted him to uh, commit jihad in the U.S. and he wouldn't do it, Um, so he got excommunicated and then a flat wall was put on him. Um, I can't give out more much more information than that, but I am looking at getting that guest on the show at some point later this year. But yeah, the the division in this country, folks, now is um it is sad. And even 9-11 has been politicized to a uh, a certain point here. Um let me see if I can pull this up on screen. Hold on a sec like, here, let me flip the uh you back to my uh camera here
1: um and um hmm. let's see here a few people have sent this to me and let me Let me look for this. Um Okay. So I I tweeted this out uh
2: about an hour before the show. Um, and Apex uh, actually sent this to me as show prep and Apex. I don't know if you're home yet or you uh, able to jump in the stream, but if you are, uh, let me know. Let me just check real quick.
1: Nope, no messages uh, in the... No messages in the Discord okay um anyway though sadly nine eleven
2: as i said has been put aside
1: um Pam Keith who is a um milli apex i mean i i do have family uh i do have i do have family in new york they just weren't uh they weren't working on in the towers yeah uh let's see Okay, here here we go. Uh let's see Alright, so uh so this representative uh Pam Keith uh tweeted out uh earlier last night
2: on uh on 1-6-2021, 9-11-2001 ceased being the worst thing that happened to America in my lifetime. It is really weird and painful to process and say that, but it, it's the truth. And quite frankly, it's not even clo- close. Now, uh, she has turned off
1: comment replies. Uh, because of this. Uh some people have
2: replied to it, but again this is uh evidence of the hyper of uh you know nine eleven. And there was also that idiot Congress person earlier this year that uh said that like more people died on January sixth and
1: nine eleven. So this is where we're at. Um and what's sad too is she
2: claims to be a uh an ex Navy Jag. So uh oh and she's an expert on workplace law. So that is very telling so yeah, so, so yeah, she served uh, in. So essentially, she was a navy lawyer, and I I do consider navy lawyers, you know, to still be servicemen in some capacity. But this is just
1: really, you know, it it's it's a head shaker. Um. So she just um. So
2: she just limited replies to basically people that she mentioned. Uh, an hour ago, she had it limited to people she follows, but I guess now she
1: changed it to mention. Um. All right. Um. Yeah. Earlier though, she was getting uh. She was
2: getting slammed earlier. Uh, Rebecca, yeah. This person said, "I have, I have a feeling that three thousand people that lost their lives would disagree." Uh, yeah, she got lit the fuck up. Um, oh hey, oh hey, Charlie Wilson, who uh, tunes into the program. He
1: replied, um, "So yeah." Uh ooh, this is a a good one, Luper has
2: never forget January sixth and it uh it's an image for those who are listening audio audio of someone jumping from the uh tower. So yeah, she this did not go well, but again, this is where we're at. Politicians uh
1: using nine eleven for political games, so Alright. Um Yeah. Uh let's go to the comments real quick. Um, um Johnny says college football stadium was standing fuck Joe Biden
2: today. Yeah, that happened that's been happening a lot. That happened the last weekend, uh too. Uh, then the Navy was, yeah, I, I did see that Trump was, uh, commenting on the Holyfield fight. Um,
1: the Navy was, uh, was the first service that fucked on duty. The, the army was the first to do it
2: with the girls. Oh, oh, is that, is that supposed to be like some sort of inside military joke there, Whiskey? I'm thinking it is.
1: Um, speaking of Trump... Um... Speaking of
2: Trump, he actually stopped by the New York uh, Police Department this morning um, and gave his uh, remarks to the
1: NYPD um, in the midst of, on the anniversary of 9-11.
2: Yeah, this was, uh, this was this morning and I haven't seen this anywhere else so uh let's see what number 45 has to say I I did watch part of it and uh so far pretty good
4: they weren't going to be able to do anything but they left and when they left there was a vacuum and then they came in and filled the vacuum and whoever thought of this a 5 year old would have said the military goes out last and that's what they wanted they couldn't believe they were leaving so it was gross incompetence and I hate to talk about it on this day, but people are saying, why are they talking about what the hell we did? So I think you're gonna be very happy. Mr. President? Yes, please. Right How are you? it's fully honor to uh, thank you. My be honor that's uh, I speak on behalf of my family. <laughs> uh, I got a question for you. Yes. Uh, if you know, elected again, you know, which you know, we strongly hope that you know you are. Do strongly consider uh, having um, days of recognition for the outstanding service of the men and women of police departments around the country. I would hope that I speak on behalf of you know, the departments, uh, entire country. If you would strongly consider having more recognition for the outstanding achievements I and accomplishments of police officers. You know, I think it's an incredible question. And you won't believe this. I've never been asked that question before, and it should be asked the first time ever. This is the first time. (laughs) No, think of it. That's a great question. And yet I've answered every question from her and from him, from everybody. So I guess my and question not the ruling. Really ent- 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 I like the simple. idea. Yes. I so think they deserve it. Remember, there's two types of considers in this world. There's consider right. and there's strongly consider. So I am respectfully asking you strongly consider You have a deal.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
4: isn't it amazing that nobody's ever, when I say question, nobody's ever brought that up. And when I see what they do and things that take place, you know, I was responsible for getting a lot of money. Billions of dollars for the victims. You remember the signing I had with the police department, the fire department, and many others. That was on my watch. I saw they they were talking about it today, but they had nothing to do with it, I had. Nobody mentioned, I have to mention to myself, but you know- Trump uh, is being a some, troll. People, oh, I think one or two of the people right from your. And Spain, I love it. But we had a great ceremony in the Rose Garden and uh, it was a massive amount of money for the victims and the families, of people. Died in the World Trade Center. I mean it's hard to believe, right? But we they were trying to get that for a long time, long before I was there, and I got it. And today they were talking about it and nobody mentioned my name, and that's okay, because that's the way it is. You know, the other side was trying to take credit for it, they had nothing to do with it. So I just uh, I think that's a really good point and I like it. Okay? Thank you, thank you. Great question. Thank, thank you very you. much. It's a r- rare question that I haven't heard before. And that's one that I should have been Listen, hearing a lot. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank so you. Much. Great great thank question. You. Yes, please. Uh, no question, Mr. President. Just want to say thank you for coming down here. We all appreciate it. Well, I appreciate it too. I appreciate you. Uh, you don't get enough credit. And you know the crime in New York, and you look at these cities, Chicago. Uh, I met with. I, I had a very strong conversation with Abdul. It's Abdul Ghani Karaka from from uh, the Taliban. And I will tell you, we told him, and this is what you could do very easily in New York. We told him any American soldier any American is killed, you're going to be hit harder than any country has ever been hit. And he understood that. We had a very good conversation. After that, it was a much easier conversation. And so we didn't lose one soldier in 18 months. And yet you look at these cities...
2: So I am a bit amused here, folks. I, I will say, and apparently this is what Twitter was flipping out about earlier. They were saying that Trump ripped on Biden in his address, and
1: I believe this is what they're talking about now. So, yeah.
2: By the way, uh, like this ratio, uh, 12,000 upvotes to 1,000 dislike votes. Basically the opposite on a Joe Biden speech. Just saying.
4: And that's in Afghanistan. And yet, you look at these cities where 88 people were shot in Chicago over a week. 88 people were shot. And many people died. And the same thing here. And if they'd let you do your job, you could do this job very quickly. You'd do it very quickly. If they let you do this job, if they said, okay, it's time, we can't have this, we lost no soldier in Afghanistan. For 18 months think of that because of me because of what I said to them they respected it nor would they have come in and do what they did they wouldn't have even come close and every time they did we hit them with the planes they didn't like our planes now they have our planes how about that now they have the planes that we were using to hit them why the hell didn't we fly them out would have taken send 200 pilots fly them all out It's a horrible thing that took place, a horrible, horrible thing. It's an embarrassment. And the likes of which our country has never been embarrassed before. We've never had anything like this happen. It looked like we retreated. It looked like we gave up. Like, they used the word surrender. And we didn't surrender, our people didn't surrender, and our soldiers sure as hell didn't surrender. And you never surrendered. You could straighten out this city if you had the proper leadership, you could straighten out this city in one week. And the incredible thing about you, you know who the bad guys are, because you see them and you get taunted by them. I know what happens; they taunt you, and you're not allowed to do anything. You have to sit back and take it. Now, the old days when I was growing up in Brooklyn and Queens, they didn't have to take that. They didn't. Uh, they were tough guys, but no tougher than you.
2: Wait, evil Eric, burn Troyers go on. I you
4: know who the bad ones are. And you could stop it so fast if they'd let you, but they don't want to do that. And so you have these crime statistics that are crazy. I mean, the only one they go after is uh, Republicans or me. They go after me. <laughs> the prosecutors go after me. Did he do a deal 20 years ago? It's a disgrace. But if you murder somebody, no problem. And then the no-cash bail has to be killing you guys. We well, have the no-cash bail. It's, uh, it's a disaster. If they would let you do your job, with guys like this, if they would let you do your job, you would have it cleaned up. And don't nod, because if you do nod, you'll get in trouble, okay? I want you to So just stand and just be perfect. Don't nod. But if they let you do your job, you wouldn't have crime in New York. You wouldn't have crime in New York. So uh, I just want to thank you very much. Uh, you are incredible people. Uh, I want to thank you for that endorsement. That, that endorsement meant so much. Now, in all fairness, I don't think any police department anywhere endorse the other guy I think I get 90 I must have gotten close to 100 percent of the vote I think close to 100 percent there are a couple of strays everywhere we're trying to figure out who they are right but we got the military we did great with the military we did incredible with police and fire so I just want to thank you all yes please Uh, one more question Mr. President if you decide not to run for
2: president if you decide not to to consider running for mayor of New York City? Well, that's an interesting question.
4: <laughs> I would love that. I'd tell you, we could straighten it. Out. I'd say, fellas, good luck. Go to town. <laughs> They'd be announcing in one week, there's no crime in this. <laughs> there's no crime. What the hell happened? I said, that was the easiest job I've ever... <laughs> that would be such an easy job. But I appreciate that question. That's cool. If I give you even a positive... And
2: by the way, I think he's being a bit sarcastic there because, uh, you know, running... New york City especially now is uh it's not easy it's uh it's it is a massive uh you know metropolis i've been there six times i haven't i haven't been uh there since the lockdown obviously but yeah if you can run New york City successfully you kind of can run the country, I guess. So he's not, I guess he's not completely joking. That would be easy compared to, uh, you know, running the country, but, um, yeah.
4: Like jokingly, they'll say Trump's running for mayor. <laughs> now, if they let you do your job, we're going to be very proud again, but it's very embarrassing for our city. It's hurting our city very badly. They talk about it all over the world, the crime. When you have, uh, Antifa, Running down the streets and burning down your buildings and all of this and they don't do anything about it. They can't. They can't go on for much longer. can You are incredible men and women and thank you all very much. I'm with you all the way and uh, to answer your question, uh, the answer is yes. Thank you very okay? much. Okay. Good luck, everybody. Thank you. I'm not going to catch anything from you. Yeah. <laughs> come on, we're not catching anything. We do, i come back and play. Ha 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 Come
2: on So this doesn't look like, like it was from the healer. From
4: the help. <laughs> 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 can, can we get up here? I don't wanna block that in. Can we get up here? Right here I'm so tired. Everybody, we're looking right here. We're looking right here. Alright, good Tony? Good? right mm-hmm. <laughs> here. Alright,
2: so at this point I think it's just there we go.
1: Yep, it's a uh Yeah, it's it's a meet and greet thing at this point, folks.
2: So he didn't directly uh well, I mean he, he kinda of, he he didn't say he didn't say Biden's name though, uh,
1: in this which is what they said he did, but I
2: don't know, if if, if this was Trump's like, you know, big uh oops on nine eleven, it's uh fairly innocuous. And now I guess he's calling the fights uh, in Vegas, which, by the way, I did not know that Evander Holyfield... I didn't know that dude was alive,
1: let alone still boxing. So... Oh, okay, um... So... Let's see here. Anything from
2: the chat? Let's check in. Oh, Sonny is, uh, here. And so is, uh, Sonny's in the chat. So, good evening, uh, Sonny. And, uh, Evil Eric, like I said, he said Vern Troyer is still alive. I didn't know that Vern Troyer was still alive, um... But why like like as like I just said a minute ago, I did not know that Evander Holyfield was um alive either. Um but as I mentioned before, folks, I would like to uh hear from people and and I'll just open it up in general, I I guess. Um but for those of you in the in the Discord, um I will, let me jump into on air real quick. Um, I would like to hear from you guys, uh, where you were on nine eleven and what the, uh, events of the day mean to you. Uh, and if you're not in the Discord, I guess send me a, uh, a tweet, or, uh, a message in Discord just directly, uh, DMing me so that I can send you an invite, so, uh, I don't want to, I don't want to post the link just in chat, just because it makes it a lot harder to moderate the Discord, but, uh, Anyway, so if you guys are, uh, you know, wanting to, uh, chat with me, I'm all for it. And, uh, I also, I also fixed the Discord audio, so hopefully we won't have any, uh, instances of ear rape like last time. Then again, I don't know how, uh, I don't know if Apex will have his mic levels fixed, so, who knows? Brew City might get another uh, Sam jump scare tonight. But at least I have the sound effects turned on, uh, so I will at least know when people enter in
1: to the uh, Discord. So, um, so good times. Uh, let's see. What me, um, also, I wasn't going to pull this up, but I am, um, I wasn't going to pull this up, but now i I think if there's if there's a way I can do this without uh doxing my uh info and I will
2: double check and make sure of that uh I would like to show since we are talking about new york city uh photos from my last uh trip to New York and specifically uh folks let's
1: see here um hmm. All right, let me, let me let me go here. It's my Facebook. And okay, that'll do, I guess. Um, Ooh. all right, so let's see here. Hang on, folks. We're doing. We're kind of improvising things here. Uh, let's see. All right. So I, I wrote about this
2: uh, earlier, and I, I didn't tweet this out yet, but I, I posted this to uh,
1: the Philadelphia Report Facebook page. Um, So uh this
2: is a picture of the 9/11 memorial uh which was still under construction when I was there the last time in uh 2016. Uh they were just building this the Ground Zero
1: memorial and um it was really um it was really interesting to to uh to see folks not just to see
2: but really being at that memorial
1: um in 16 the best way I can describe it is New
2: York City in these days is still a bustling uh, metropolis. It is still very
1: uh, busy and and whatnot. But um, going to the memorial and uh, standing there there's there's a certain feeling, um, kind of
2: hard to describe. But there is a solemn feeling. I wouldn't really even say a a sadness. Although I suppose for some there is that air of sadness there. Um, but there's.
1: There's a feeling of, um, all and solitude, but also an odd calm, uh, there too. Um, you wouldn't really expect
2: that, but that's the best way of there, it's a place to really reflect, uh, to uh, more or less, I guess, for some meditate and pray. Uh, I did see a lot of that going on. It's a very well done uh, memorial, and it it was under construction when I uh, was there. But I always post this. Why it isn't an because a lot of people on social media uh, tend to post, you know, footage of or images of the buildings coming down and, and exploding. And I think this is a good uh, representation of, yeah, 9 11 is still tragic
1: and whatnot. But even with all that tragedy, this, uh, this place of remembrance is what came out of this uh sacred spot came out of uh, that tragedy so i I
2: really do encourage you guys to uh visit the memorial if you can um if you haven't already, it really is, uh, worth going to, and it's also, I believe it's free to get into, um, so, it's, it's worth checking out, um, also, the new World Trade Center, if you guys see, and I, I thought I had pictures of that, let me check, and see if I do, again, gotta switch, uh, Got to switch the views here because I'm
1: going into my personal album. Uh, so let me see. Let me see if I actually have any photos of the uh, of the World Trade Center. Um, All right. hmm. um, geez, I have a ton of thought of it. Uh, in the meantime, while I'm looking at that,
2: Sonny, uh, writes in the chat, my brother and I were in, uh, University one month before the one year anniversary of it. We got pictures at Ground Zero. Uh, insane pictures because we were teenagers and willing to break across fencing. Ah, good for, good for you, Sonny. Uh, you didn't want to... It- you know, condone trespassing, but I think that's
1: worth it for that sort of thing. Um. So, yeah. Alright, let's see here. I'm gonna have to scroll back a ways. And, uh, let's see. I thought I had it, um, but apparently I
2: don't. However, here's something interesting I've found. Uh, let's see. So I took another trip
1: in 2014. And let's see. This is... Ladies and gentlemen, a photo that I took uh from the uh from the Empire State Building of the Chrysler
2: Building across the way, so that's that right there
1: um that was in twenty fourteen And, uh, let's see.
2: Alright.
1: Um, then let's see what else we have. From the trip. Okay. Uh, okay. Here's a, uh... Here's a better view of that for those of you watching the live stream. So a little bit more clear. And then this is one I really want to show
2: you because this is meme worthy. Sam
1: material here. And um I know that some of you I may I may even tweet this photo out. Uh
2: because there have been there have been there have been Sam memes made of this before. Um it's one of my most meme worthy photos, so I'm happy to
1: share this with you uh let's see all right so here is a um Here's a photo of me uh at a at a uh pub in uh New York City on my last trip. This is at a pub called the uh,
2: Tear and nog which is an irish pub and for those of you uh listening on audio only i am holding a pint of Guinness with a big grin on my face, and I'm wearing a uh, cardigan sweater, and uh, a beige sport coat, which I still have, I believe. Uh, And this photo has been memed a bunch. I've memed it. uh, And... Others on the internet have also named it for better or for worse. So that is one of uh Sam's most meme worthy photos, and then there's another meme uh from this trip as well. And yes, Sonny, I do like NYC. I I've been there uh I've been there six to- times. Well, seven actually. Um, okay, okay, I'm twenty six. Um, and even and even you know. Thank you. I I I'm sure to you I look like I'm under twenty one, but I am indeed uh twenty six. Oh,
1: I I was I think I was twenty. I was like twenty two on that
2: trip but uh yeah i like i like n y c sunny uh but I wouldn't want to live there uh especially right
1: now uh I do have a friend who lives in queens so um the second sam meme let me see if this will job uh, um so this is Oh, oh! So this is the uh, this is the one that everyone calls my uh, Gaia Bow moment here, and you guys will see what I mean.
2: So this is me in Central Park,
1: right by the Shake Shack. If I remember. And yeah. People have. People have.
2: People have photoshopped my face. Uh, of this. onto to Shia LaBelle. People have memed. Uh, Shia LaBelle's face. On to me. There's me. In the New York City. Public library. in One of the old phone booths. From the 1940s. And I, I'm probably going to save some of these and post them to Twitter because, or no, I'll just I'll just send them to Brew City and let Brew name these because I I I know
1: I know this audience will come up with amusing memes. So let's see here. Uh, let me before I go to the next picture and just make sure that this one isn't going to dox anyone. Sorry I keep switching views so often. Uh those you know Facebook. That's just what you gotta do. Um Another one black and white photo.
2: Nigga, I don't see a wheelchair. Are you standing up? Uh no, whiskey I'm i I'm don't tell anyone. don't tell anyone. I uh I, I'm sitting on a bench there.
1: So yeah, there's the film noir version, um which is pretty cool. Alright. Uh let's see, what else do we have? All right. Okay, so this is the Central Park uh Shake Shack. Uh the original that um
2: that's in Central Park. This one for whatever reason should have been uploaded like right next to the um this one should have been uploaded like right next to the Shell Abalk one but it didn't. But yeah there's the original Shake Shack which is a good place to get a burger. Uh they've opened up franchiser locations and there is one here. Uh and the franchise location here it's not as good as one in Central Park. So yeah, that was uh if you can imagine that was what I was looking at in the uh in you know the Shile about
1: um, So yeah. Alright uh, people Okay. Oh. Uh, okay. Alright, there, yeah, I I thought I got a, uh, a Discord message, but it wasn't that, it was another notification. Alright. So, I think that is about, uh... Alright, yeah, so that is all the New York photos
2: uh, from the set, at least the ones that I can share uh, on stream to the public. That is, um, the other ones have family members that I don't want to dox. So, uh, yeah.
1: Anyway, uh,
2: folks, uh, no one's called in, and it, it, it and it is close to uh eleven forty so I don't think that there's anything else uh you know in terms of nine eleven I think uh we've covered everything that there is to cover uh obviously you know a very solemn day um You know twenty years it's It's hard to believe it's been that long. Uh, what's even crazier to me though, and this is something I do want to uh, talk about, uh, Sonny mentioned the fact that I was so young when 9 happened. And that is true. I was
1: super young when 9-11 happened. But consider this. Um, I have audience members ladies and gentlemen. Um, some
2: of whom aren't in chat, but who may be watching or listening, um, who
1: are who are 20 years old or younger,
2: even. Some members of this audience weren't even born yet when 9-11 happened. Uh, furthermore, I have uh, two half sisters uh,
1: from my father's second marriage that that weren't born yet. I mean, they they weren't born until recently,
2: um, and it is a little weird to me, I must say, when I meet. Folks that are younger than I am. And they're being taught uh, about 9-11 in history class. And that's a little weird to me because. Obviously 9-11 is a historical event. Right? But it's not a historical event in the way. Those of us who lived through it think about historical events. If that makes sense, like I've always tend to think to think of historical events as something that you read about like in a history book, but to me, nine eleven well, eleven well, historical was something I, I I lived through partially,
1: and you know. The uh, the aftermath of it. Um, it's, you know, it's a weird also
2: that, you know, that like things like the iPhone launch are also now considered historical events sort of being taught in high school. And again, I'm not that old at all. I'm only 26. But um, you know, I, I was I was reminded uh, today that uh, you know back back in two thousand one. I mean, my parents had cell phones that could call people, but all people could do was call on them. That was it there wasn't texting, there wasn't, uh, there were messaging apps, but I think, I think AOL and Yahoo were the only ones back in the day, if I, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, you didn't have, you didn't have social media, uh, which, in all honesty, folks, like I said, midway through the program, I think that was actually a good thing. Uh, And I am kind of curious to know, and of course we never will know the answer to this, but I am both curious and terrified uh, to speculate what would have happened. Would America have been as united as a country?
1: Had there been Facebook and Twitter? around the time of 9/11 I'm not so sure we would have unfortunately um I think the polarization um it might not have been as bad then
2: but again this is this is just something we will never know for sure Um, I would like to think that we would have, uh, you know, come together and united, um, but I think social media and just the, kind of the
1: nature of it would have prevented, uh, you know, kind of the unity we had
2: after 9-11. Uh, let's see. Um... Okay, let let's see. Someone someone popped into the voice chat. So, oh, cat boy, how are you?
5: Doing fine. How about yourself?
2: Uh, I'm I'm doing okay. Um, considering,
5: so yeah, figure I just pop out and check up, see what's going on.
2: I was just uh well as you may have heard I was just reflecting on what uh what the reaction to, not, to 9/11 might have been had there been all of this social media crap uh
5: back in the day. Oh, back in the day. Yeah, 9/11. Yeah, I mean it's still you know, it's still unbelievable what happened it's on the day John Ritter died. I mean, People to this to this day mourn the death of John Ritter when he died on nine eleven oh three. Oh, we're talking about that nine eleven, right?
2: Uh we're we're talking <laughs> we're we're talking at nine eleven oh one. But I mean, in all seriousness, there there was nine eleven oh one. But then, as you reminded me last week, there was also the Benghazi attacks, which you know. No one wants. To, yeah. No one wants to talk um, about that uh, anymore. Yeah,
5: and that pisses me off. I mean, Bin is just as important on 9/11 as is not the old one. You know, can't forget about those four guys that have died because yeah. you know the people that actually had those guys killed are still walking about. You know, and I'm not talking about the terrorists out in Libya. I'm talking about the people we have in the in, the, in this nation.
2: Oh yeah. I got my first uh I got my first YouTube channel banned for uh talking for talking about bad about uh Hillary Rodham Clinton uh
1: back in the the day. So yeah, they uh you
2: know the words "Heller" and Benghazi do not go well together. Now, you know, now you can kind of get away with saying it, but back, you know, back then, they did not want people, uh, you know, talking at Heller and Benghazi. Yeah. Or, or Obama and, and Benghazi.
1: Uh
5: Yeah. That- well, speaking of Benghazi, can we all agree that the movie 13 Hours" is what killed her chance of being president?
2: Well, I mean, I'd say it's
5: one of the contributing factors.
2: I mean i i would I would say, I mean,
5: I would say it is because that movie kind of red pill a lot of people on what kind of president Hillary would have been.
2: Sure, I I I guess you could make that that argument. I I would agree that that was part of it, but I mean, Hillary has just always been an unlikable bitch.
5: That though, though too, like. Oh my god! So true.
2: So I mean, like I said, I you know, honestly, I I think if if Hillary hadn't won run in sixteen, I don't think Trump would have would have won. I think people got so desperate uh, I think it was like anyone but Hillary, so that was how we ended up with uh with trump um yeah or at least but i mean at least at least for me if at least for me it was a case of oh you're going you're going to nominate that bitch well then fuck you guys i'm i'm going to I'm going to vote for the for the most outrageous guy that's out there, and that's Trump so um you know and long yeah and long and behold he won and you know actually did you know not a perfect job a fairly decent job in my
5: view and you mean Trump yeah i, th- I think well i'll put it to you this way i think he did better than bush and i think he did better than obama
1: yeah he's obviously did did, did he's obviously did better than biden Do you do yeah. as well as Bill Clinton? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't...
2: I can't... I can't really speak on... I can't really speak on Bill, Bill Clinton uh, too much. So let's see. Uh, Bruce City. Remember after 9-11 when restaurants changed French fries to Freedom Fries? I remember that around, like... Two, yeah, I
5: remember that. I,
2: I remember that happening around 2004, Brew. I, I you know, I guess it happened after uh, 9-11. So, let's see. Uh, where Rapshot goes. Uh, The U.S. majority changed post-9-11. It was the beginning of the great weirdness. Yeah, I mean... For the first few years, things seemed pretty normal, but after that, it yeah, it,
1: it shit got weird quickly. So, um, yeah, um, yeah. I mean, if I had a comment about nine eleven, it's just that
5: I just don't like the Freedom Tower and New York City. I w- I just wish they would have rebuilt the original, rebuilt the twin towers, make them stronger. You know. Yeah, I, that's, just, that's just my opinion.
2: Yeah, no, I think a lot of people feel that way. I can't remember, uh, I can't remember what the reasoning for them not doing that was. I, I remember reading it somewhere, but I can't remember remember what it was.
5: Um, or something retarded.
2: Uh, I'm in conditioned chicken goes, it was they were called the freedom fries because the French wouldn't join the war on terror. Um,
5: yeah, I remember that. Yeah,
2: I mean, my I mean my my <laughs> grandfather who served in World War II hated the French.
5: Um, but yeah, it's, I I it's funny right now. You, you look back on it, it looks like the French were smart in not getting involved. And right now, from what I've seen, at least the French people are trying to fight fight for their freedoms. You know.
2: Yeah. Well. Well, it's funny. The, uh, the, the me too stuff is not happening in in France at all. You know, none of this like cancel culture is, uh, over there. So, um, weird, random question for everyone since, uh, in the chat, uh, do people even use the word French fries anymore? Or I, I just, I just use the term fries. Now, but I don't know. That's, uh.
5: Well, that's yeah, just... I, I use fries, but sometimes people like. Sometimes. I don't think some people still use French fries, but sometimes they say fries, unless it's a specific kind of fry, like, uh, like, uh, Cajun fries or curly fries or, uh, chili cheese fries, you know, something like that. Yeah. But yeah, I think people still just say fries for short.
2: And, uh, I'm. And speaking of that, that reminds me. Someone, I think, as a joke on Twitter, wanted me to do a French fry like, you know, like blind taste test. I'm, I might, I might be willing to do that on a live stream. Obviously, I'm not going to do it in here, but uh, you know, in my room. But I, I would be willing to do a blind fry taste test. To, so to whoever. Suggest that I'll take it under advisement. So
1: yeah. Um oh yeah, they oh yeah, Brew, they they did cancel
2: Pepe Le Pew. I'm I'm remembering that now. So uh they also tried canceling Pepe the Frog, which
1: wasn't French, but still. Um Ole Rapshaw says sometimes I say fish and ships.
2: Yeah, well that's uh that's what you're supposed to say when you're having fish and ships though. Um
1: so um all right, well uh Oh, because Larry lived in Scotland one summer. That makes sense. Alright, well, um anyway. So um, any other any other comments, uh
2: thoughts on well, I was funny.
5: I mean I'm i I'm wondering do you think we're gonna do this whole nine eleven anniversary thing every year? Because you don't really see. You don't really see anybody do the whole Pearl Harbor thing anymore, do you?
1: Um, I mean, I mean, you do some, you do somewhat, but that is that is kind
2: of an, an interesting point you bring up too, because uh, you know, like the greatest generation that generation unfortunately has you know they've kind of passed away um so i guess maybe that fades away with like you know generations that that is interesting to kind of consider though um
5: yeah i just see this going on for maybe 10 years before they just kind of I don't know. I mean, they'll probably still do it, but it won't be on a big scale. Though, just mention it on a for like a minute on the news and just move on to another story.
2: Well, the one the one thing that is really kind of honestly weird and creepy is I is I did see footage today um, of people at the memorial uh, service in New York City, and they were all wearing masks. It was.
5: Yeah, black masks. Yeah, I saw a video video of Biden and them they, all of them were getting booed. I uh,
2: I was trying to find video footage of that of of them getting booed before the show, but for some reason I couldn't find on
1: YouTube. So, um, yeah, yeah. I mean.
5: There's a lot of talk about on the night on on September 11th. I mean, uh, I just think, I just hope that if there's another terrorist attack that have, happens at on a nation, instead the people going falling for the trench going, oh, oh no, it's a terrorist attack. We got get revenge. I think people are going to look at go, nope, this is CIA, this is CIA ah, bullshit. This is all Mossad. This is all CIA.
2: I think people are getting really uh I mean people are up in arms over the vax thing as I discussed yesterday. So yeah, I, I don't I mean I'd like to think that people are, you know, waking up to this, but then again half you know, half the population is awake to a lot of this stuff and then the other half is perfectly Content to,
5: to just go on with whatever. So, um, yeah, I mean, let's. Yeah, I mean, I mean, if an- another terrorist attack, I'd like to think that. I mean, I think there are some people who are more red pilled about. You know what? But like that 9/11 was an inside job, and people, if the next attack happens, going, man, no, we don't believe it's in the meters. It's terrorists from the Middle East, like Iran, they attacked America, like bullshit, this is CIA, Mm-mm. I don't think people are going to fall for it a second time, you know? Yeah, I... I'm... And you're not, not going to get a lot of people signing up for the military, because, hell, I'm reading that not only that people are quitting the military, leaving the military, but they're having a hell of a hard time getting, recruiting people. I think the military's done, you know? Well, unless um... The only thing that could change that if they bring back the draft, in, if they try to bring back the draft, you know, it, Everyone's gonna go. You know, it's. People just gonna revolt on that. You know.
2: Well, well, a lot of that thing. Well, a lot of that has to do with the vax now. Now, as far as nine eleven being an inside job, I don't. Listen, I, I don't believe that nine eleven was an inside job. Partially because I don't think that George W. Bush could keep a secret that long. I think now what I what I do think happened was I think they got intel of something happening beforehand, but everyone in the government was so incompetent uh, as as bureaucracies often are that it failed to get across the food, you know, up the proper food chain. So that's my, that's kind of my story. And I mean, you know, that, that's what happens a lot with your opinion. Yeah, that's what happens a lot with the uh, IRS uh, type of uh, instances. So, um, so. oh hey, other other Jer- other Jeremy is in the uh, chat. Hello, so welcome. Um, so yeah, that's my uh. That's my whole spiel on uh, on the twentieth anniversary of nine eleven. So,
5: yeah. Uh, and if there's one thing to talk about from like nine eleven, is that uh, it, it pretty much kind of confirms at this point that Pat Tillman quit, left the NFL, joined the military, and died for got murdered for nothing. You know. And I hate to say that, though, but it looks like to be the truth. And I bet you right now, there's no family in America that is heard from the, the of how we were, how the withdrawal of Afghanistan went, in the Tillmans. Well, not just the. Ch- so they're going, Pat? Did Pat die for this bullshit? Yeah, and I know. black pill about what happened to their son and how the military lied to him, how he died, and all that. Yeah, well, I mean.
2: I mean, everyone's kind of you know, like 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 I uh I mean I've been doing Biden reaction videos for for the last few weeks and um you know, it's 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 crazy. People are people are uh you know, they're they're pissed with how Biden handled things with uh, the whole withdrawal and whatnot. And you know, I don't think any of our troops died in vain, per se, but I certainly, I mean, I know a lot of vets who are still alive who are questioning, what did I go over there for? And yeah. I i think, I mean, I think they
5: have I, I would I say, I'll say about the whole um, was it for nothing question, over is it let's wait five years, five to ten years to answer that question. Yeah. Because I know that in Afghanistan there are some people trying to resist the Taliban. You know, they're fighting against them, so if they've managed to pull off, you know what, good good for them, you know. Afghanistan has to figure it out. You know, what they want to do with their the future of their country. I mean we shouldn't be nation building there. We should have just gone in, get Bin Laden, get the fuck out, and that's it.
2: Yeah, I mean, that—that that is one thing that Ron Paul, uh, you know, was very in, insistent about uh, early on. And, and, you know, who knows? Maybe we should have listened to Ron Paul back then. So, I, you yeah.
5: Know. And, and let me just say this about Pat Tillman. Back in World War II, you had celebrities, you know, from movie stars to professional athletes joining the military during World War II, and some even Vietnam. But during the whole World War on Terror, we only had one popular celebrity that went to sign up for the military, and that was Pat Tillman. And after what happened to Pat Tillman, I don't think we're going to have any celebrity, like an athlete or an actor or a musician or whoever, sign up for the military again.
2: I think there, I think there were a few other... I, if I remember correctly, there's a baseball player that uh there are a few baseball players that uh went um went into the, ser- the service but i'm not good i'm not as well versed with uh athletic names so i'm not sure about that so
3: yeah uh, but i mean
5: i know that you i i know of one Movie star that kind of that went to fight in Afghanistan, and it was that uh little that kid who played little Forrest Gump in the movie Forrest Gump. He played young Forrest. Uh huh. Yeah, he's the yeah he 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 signed up for the army, fought in Afghanistan, and that's pretty much the only movie star that I know of who went into Afghanistan. There might be others, I don't know, but
2: yeah, well, well, you know, Hollywood doesn't, you know, they like to play action but When it comes to actually picking up guns, they're, uh, you know, they like they like to talk. talk yeah, on. they
5: like to pretend. So uh, just just like just like our politicians, bureaucrats in D.C., they like to pretend to be leaders, but they don't want to lead. They, they don't do it. They just want to get the benefits of not doing any of the fucking work.
2: Exactly. So. No. Uh anyway though, I think I am going to wrap up the show here soon. So uh any final thoughts?
5: Yes, uh yes. Um I wish to say, you know, next year will be the tenth anniversary of the Benghazi attacks. So but for right now I want to say rest in peace to Ambassador Christopher Stevens, Sean Smith and former Navy SEALs Glenn Dougherty and Tyrone Woods, Indeed. and I also would like to and I also would like to remind everybody in two months from now we are going to have an episode of the Whitfield Revolt on the tenth anniversary of Patrice O'Neill's passing.
2: That, that is that is true. So yeah, I
5: so put put down your calendars, children.
2: It's it. Geez, it's been it's been ten years since Patrice has uh, gone
5: yep yep he's been ten years since nearly ten years since he died and coming up in March we're going to have a Andrew Breitbart 10th anniversary special too
2: yeah that that'll be i actually have a i actually have maybe a few guests that might be coming on uh for that as well so uh yeah thanks for reminding me of all of that but uh' you're,
5: you're very much welcome
2: anyway Cakeboy, boy, thanks for uh calling in and uh appreciate it.
5: No problem. You're very much welcome.
2: Uh have a good e have a good evening, sir. And um let's see. All right, so that will do it uh for the show. So ladies and gentlemen, I want to thank you so much for uh tuning in tonight. And, uh, checking out the stream, I want to thank each and every one of you for tuning in, uh, God bless you, God save the straight nation, God, freedom of democracy in that order, and I will talk
1: at you, uh, down the road, later Gators.
0: Thanks for listening to The Whitfield Report on the NGC Network. Please visit Sam's website at www.thesamwhitfield.com and support Sam on Patreon at patreon.com slash Whitfield Report. Until next time, God bless. God save this great nation. And God, freedom, legacy. In that order.